Listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM streaming online everywhere at X-Ray.FM as well as broadcasting on the coast at 91.7 in the Halem, Wheeler, Manzanita, Rockaway. Shout out to the coast. You are listening to X, sorry, you're listening to Sex, Drugs, and Basketball, a radio show on X-Ray FM. If you have tuned in on October the 6th, 2023, then you have tuned in to a live broadcast. I already got a text that says the date on my calendar says October the 5th. Sorry, I just said October the Six, but the reason I said that is because it's October the 5th in, on the east, on the west coast, but I am actually on the east coast right now. So my calendar, I'm a day ahead of everybody on the west coast right now. It has turned into October the 6th. So that's what's going on here. Um, I, I usually when I'm in town, I do this show from the slingshot lounge. It's a lovely place to go out and, and, uh, hang out and do this radio show from. But, uh, tonight I am, uh, on the road again and, uh, I'm on the East Coast. I'm just in a random hotel right now, uh, on my way in between places for work. Um, and, uh, I just, I'm, I, you know, I just got out here today. So even though it's midnight on the East Coast, I'm not really that tired because if I was on the West coast, I would be doing, I would be doing this radio show. Um, so anyways, uh, if you've never heard this radio show before, if you don't know what you're listening to, this is a live, <laughs> a live interactive show. We love for people to text in to us. We might even do some phone calls tonight because I'm in, I'm not at the noisy slingshot lounge. Uh, we'll see, we'll see how we're feeling. Um, but if you would like to text into the show, even if you don't feel inspired right this minute, just write this, put this number in your phone, okay, so that you have it. We're on for the next two hours, okay, from <laughs> from 9 to 11 Pacific Standard Time, Portland Time. We are on. If you, if you, are, if you are just tuning in, if you are looking for an excuse to just chill out and listen to something for two hours, consider that excuse granted. 
and text us, okay? If you're looking for an excuse to send random dumb texts that to someone, go ahead, do it. 971-220-5979. I will read whatever you text. I will read it over the airwaves and it will go out and influence the night of, of dozens of people. Um, okay, so the first text that we got, I'm, I'm going to assume, sometimes I like to ask if anyone can hear me, but I'm going I'm to assume that people can hear me because uh, I got a text that says, the date on my calendar says October 5th, 2023. So let me clarify, this show is being labeled as broadcasting on the October 5th, even though I'm in the future. Um, okay, Pizza Johnny, our good friend Pizza Johnny texted in. The number two texter. Uh, because you sound like you're trying to use an inside party voice. <laughs> wow, you—that's very observant. I—I've—I've just—it's true. I'm—I'm I'm trying not to be too noisy in the hotel, but the people who were in the room, someone was having like a loud phone conversation out in the hallway in this hotel. So I—I I don't feel bad about doing this till 2 a.m. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I hope you can hear me just fine. Um, I, I, uh, um, this says, where on the East Coast are you? Can you get a knish there? A knish? Um, I don't think I could get a knish right now. I'm, I'm, I'm near New Haven, Connecticut. That's where I am. I, um, I, uh, I flew into New York City uh, and then, uh, I had to make my way to, uh, to just sort of a random spot, um, where I'm working tomorrow. And then, uh, and then I'm actually on my way to North Dakota too. I've never, I've been to all, I've been to 49 States. And as of Sunday, I will, um, have been to all 50 States in the United States. So that's, you know, that's an accomplishment of sorts. Um, I did, North Dakota was the last state that I'd never been to. Um, and I'm headed there on, uh, on Sunday. Okay. Uh, Jay hops texted, uh, where, so that's where I am. I don't think I can get a Kanish. I it's, it's just, I'm just in a random Marriott hotel. That's where I am. That's why it's, you probably know the drill. It's, I, I couldn't even, there seems to be an outback state house that's kind of like across the parking lot from where I am. But it's very much a place that people stop and don't hang out in. <laughs> um, yeah, someone said uh, Red Lobster or Applebee's. That's kind of the the scene out here. I, there's nothing open, I don't think. I mean, maybe if I went into New Haven, but I'm I'm not that close to New Haven, and I'm not about to get in my car. Um, okay. Uh, Someone said, oh, oh, J-Hop said you should be able to get a knish in New Haven. What, what is a knish? I, I, I feel like I should know what a knish is. And I, I'm probably not pronouncing it right. K-N-I-S-H. Knish. Knish. Um, you probably can't get it in New Haven, although it's m after midnight here. So you probably could still go. I'm, I'm not that close to New Haven. I mean, I'm, I, I think I'm, it would take me like 15 or 20 minutes to find, to find a Kanish. I, I can call around though and see. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll do that. Um, I was trying to think about prank phone calls, which I love doing on this show, but found out that it's illegal to call people randomly, uh, and put them on the air. 
But I was wondering if I call the front desk, is that like technically a phone call? <laughs> and then what could I, like I could call the front desk, but then would that be a smart move? I'm checking out tomorrow. So as long as they don't kick me out. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, keep your texts coming. I, I would love to hear from you. I'd love to know what's going on in Portland. I hear it's going to, it's nice and warm there right when I leave town. Uh, Portland gets the nice weather. Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, okay. Oh, uh, Jay hops is saying I'm pronouncing Kanish correctly. I still, even though I'm pronouncing it correctly, I'm not entirely sure what it is. <laughs> it seems like it's a Polish food to me, but what do I know? Uh, um, let's see. Pizza Johnny texted and said, um, my little brother lost a significant portion of his finger to an Outback Steakhouse meat slicer. Wow. That's how he got out of the restaurant business and into commodities training. <laughs> uh, interesting story. A significant portion of his finger to a steakhouse meat slicer. I remember every time I see a meat slicer, I, I can't help but like think about how easy it would be to accidentally cut yourself really badly on one um i've never i don't think i've i maybe i have i i worked at a at a summer camp i think where we had a meat slicer but i was always a little afraid of it it's, a, it's kind of a scary instrument and i understand how people could lose significant portions of their finger um yeah especially in an outback steakhouse okay uh well so if you've never tuned into this show, by the way, it's called Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. Those are our three favorite topics to talk about. I do want to talk about basketball just because the 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 whole Portland Trailblazers season changed over the past couple of weeks. And so uh, if anyone wants to talk about the Damian Lillard, Drew Holiday trade stuff. I'm all, I'm want to chop it up on the, on the Blazers. I think I'm very happy about the, the whole situation with the Trailblazers. So if anyone wants to discuss, um, Blazerdom, we're all ears. Um, but we also like to talk about sex and drugs on this show. And as such, I should tell you, this is an adult theme show. We, we often go talk about those topics in, in adult ways. So if you have young children who are listening or you don't like those types of conversations, we're on till 11 o'clock. Um, we're very friendly. I, I invite you to tune in, but maybe if you got young kids, put them to bed, put on some headphones, have some, have some adult time. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anyways. Just text us. We, we like to talk. Uh, I wanted to do, I, we haven't done the six words or less thing in a while. So, um, I, I want to do that, uh, in, in the, in the show where we have people text in stories in six words or less. But, um, but first let's talk about, uh, the, the Damian Lillard trade. If you guys don't mind indulging me on that, uh, we've gotten a text about it, I think. So, um, anyways, first let me read, uh, Pizza Johnny says, um, uh, we're, I, we were talking about the meat slicer. He says, same here. I can't see a mandolin slicer without thinking about taking huge, thick layers uh, off of your hands or fingers. Do you really mean to write mandolin? I think you meant meat slicer. But for some reason, your, your uh, autocorrect wrote mandolin. Strange. Am I, am I correct in thinking that? He wrote mandolin slicer. Um, 
But, uh, okay, uh, and then, uh, this is someone saying, um, oh yeah, uh, someone saying, still mourning Dame, uh, so is his wifey because Damian Lillard, uh, is getting divorced too. Um, that, uh, oh, and then the person was saying, only hit the double there, basketball and sex. It's true. If Damian, I mean, we, we like to, we, we, sex encompasses a lot of things. So divorce can basically be sex because somewhere there's sex involved in, in, in a divorce, whether it's lack of sex or some kind of sex. Um, and, uh, of course, basket, basketball. And, you know, if, if there's a listener, um, electromagnetic who's listening, I, w- last week we were talking about the Damian Lillard trade and, um, I wasn't, I hadn't read Damian Lillard's like farewell letter to Portland before I did the show. And then this, uh, so a listener, a listener who calls himself electromagnetic texted in a quote from it and I didn't believe it was real. I was like, I was like, man, I don't think that's real. I think you got fooled by like a fake quote on the internet. And I want to apologize because it was a real quote. I was just so surprised at how emotional Damian Lillard was about leaving Portland. Which I think is sweet, and I I'm really looking forward to when Damian Lillard comes back to Portland when they when the Bucks play in Portland. I just think it'll be a really beautiful moment. I think the crowd's going to cheer for him, and it, he's going to you know I, I I hope he's not injured or something. I hope he plays, and it's like a, a you know he's playing against Scoot Henderson. I that'll be like I like ESPN for instance like switch their broadcast schedule so they're going to make sure to broadcast that game because it's going to be a very emotional game um okay anyways uh um uh this is the 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 texter who was talking about damian lillard getting a divorce said hose in different area codes um i mean you do have to imagine that basketball players do have uh you know um partners and other area codes but i have to say damian lillard strikes me as as like a pretty like loyal guy um although i heard that so according to court documents or something they had been living in separate houses since december 2022 so this wasn't like a new thing that had to do with his trade it was i think it was just a situation that precipitated um precipitated uh you know, over time. Anyways, um, yeah, um, Damian Lillard and let me, so this is, uh, oh, this is, uh, a texting. It says, uh, the dude from Portland basketball. Okay. Yeah. So this guy, this, this, he calls himself the dude from Portland basketball because I play in a basketball league here in Portland and I was playing against another team. I actually play, my team is an over 40 (laughs) team. I don't know if the team we were playing was an over 40 team. But anyways, we were playing and the guy who was guarding me, uh, like turned to me, was like, hey, sex, drugs, and basketball. And I, and I was like, what? Hey. And I, and I didn't know who it was. And I was like so happy that some, someone I hadn't met had listened to, was listening to the show. But then I never got to talk to him after the game. Um, so now he's texting in and what he's texting is exactly what I want to talk about. He just texts in all caps, the words time Lord, uh, exclamation point. And that is really the thing I want to talk about is the Blazers have, they traded 
um, Drew Holiday, who they got through the Damian Lillard trade since, since last week's show, they traded Drew Holiday to the Celtics for, um, two excellent players and a, uh, and a draft pick. Um, uh, Malcolm Brogdon is a, is a great player. Uh, he, the, the speculation is that they'll trade him, but he's like a good player. He was sixth man of the year and rookie of the year. Um, so they get Malcolm Brogdon. There's some sort of injury question about him, so we'll see. But then, most exciting of all, they get Robert Williams III, who is better known as Time Lord. And he is one of my favorite players in the NBA, if not my my favorite player in the NBA. He's such a cool guy. Uh, I I don't know too much about where he came from, but he he has like he has awesome kind of long sort of dreadlock type hair and they they call him time lord because he slept through a uh a team press meeting and it's just funny because that name sort of fits him like he looks sort of like a medieval character he's very strong very big he's six foot nine uh i just think portland is going to love this guy he does have an injury history so we'll see how it goes with him but if he stays healthy he's like a a perfect addition to this team. Like the Blazers needed a guy just like him. A lot of size, a lot of energy, uh, good rebounder, really good shot blocker. I just, just exciting to watch. So, so excited about Time Lord. I could talk about Time Lord the entire show. In fact, I won't, but I could (laughs) love this guy. So yes, I am totally down with you, dude from Portland basketball, loving Time Lord. Uh, I, my whole outlook on the, on the Trailblazers season has exponentially gone up in the past week and a half. The, uh, the trade with the Bucks was great. That getting, um, DeAndre Ayton, uh, was, was awesome. Getting rid of Nurkic, frankly, was awesome too. Um, but it's, it's gotten even better because now they've also gotten, uh, Robert Williams III. They, all the, the Blazers needed size so badly. They needed big, like athletic, young guys. And they just got two, uh, two of like some really, really of the, some of the best young bigs in the whole NBA are now in Portland. Uh, and that's all thanks to Damian Lillard, um, trading. Uh, I think it's worked out really well for Portland. We've gone from a team, we're, they're not, we're not going to be that good this season. They're, we're not going to like go to the playoffs or anything like that, but it'll, they'll be fun to watch. And we're going to be one of those teams that everyone is speculating could be good in a few years. Um, okay. Hopefully. Um, uh, okay. Wait. Oh, Pizza Johnny was saying, uh, he was saying a mandolin slicer. Okay. You were serious. A mandolin slicer, that's the name of it. That's what, oh, mandolin food, mandoline. I see. This one says mandoline. Oh, but then it also says mandolin slicer. What is it? I'm thinking of a mandolin like as an, as an instrument that you play. It does, it just looks like, so a mandolin slicer looks even in some ways worse than a, I think a meat slicer is kind of more scary because it has the spinning round wheel. This looks like sort of a giant cheese grater thing. Well, anyways, they're, they're all scary. <laughs> they're all scary. I wouldn't want to, <laughs> I wouldn't want to be anywhere near them. Uh, 
anyways, yes, uh, you, you were, you were correct, Pizza Johnny. It was a mandolin slicer. Um, and he says, responsible for some of the most heinous injuries in any kitchen. I wonder what you would see if you Googled mandolin slicer injuries. <laughs> I'm not going to do it, but I, I can picture what you would see. Um, okay. Uh, uh, this, this texter, I feel like I know who this person is, but they, they, um, is this, is this AP? Is this AP who's texting? Um, I think it is. It is, it's AP, uh, who was texting and, uh, he was the one who was texting about, um, still mourning Dame and so is his wifey. I should have known by that term wifey because that's a term that AP uses. I don't recognize your number AP because you got a new number. That, that's the thing. AP is uh, a longtime texter to this show and, uh, he, he lost his phone or something and he, he, he has a new number. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, AP text Brogdon is staying. Blazers should trade for OG Anobi. Yeah. If they could trade Brogdon for OG Anobi, I would take that trade all day, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure that the, the Raptors would trade Brogdon for OG Anobi. Maybe. I don't know. Basically, Brogdon is a, is, he plays, he plays guard and he is a little bit older and I, he, I just, he's a very good player. I just, I'm not really sure he fits on this team and he really fits on like a team that's trying to make a deep playoff run. Cause I, I Brogdon either went to the finals. He's had, he's had playoff experience. So, um, he's more valuable to another team than he is to us. So yeah, OG Anaby, I think there's a lot of interesting trades they could make for Brogdon. I think they're going to keep him, for a little while and like like play like everyone's like everyone has changed their opinion a lot of Joe Cronin who is the general manager of the Trailblazers like people were like thinking that he was in over his head and that Miami was like taking him to the cleaners and now everyone's like this guy's brilliant he and he has actually turned Damian the Damian Lillard situation into a good one for the Blazers um okay uh oh and then and then uh and then uh AP says, do you need an amazing point guard for your team? They call me. <laughs> they call... <laughs> I don't know if I can read that. Uh, uh, and then, he, um, we have, well, if you want to, if you want to play sometime, AP, text me. Um, I'm, I've been, I've been injured the past couple of weeks, but I'm, I should be back on the court soon. Um, and then AP says, uh, they did Dame dirty. Blazers, he calls, he, AP calls Blazer the Blazers the Zers, which I have a hard time saying and using that term. Zers, Zers should have kept Dame. No, I totally disagree with you on that. I, you are in the minority. Uh, first of all, that story that the whole story of of that there there was this story that went around the sort of sports media that Damian Lillard had asked to come back to the Blazers. Um, that like when the Miami trade didn't go through that the story was that, that Dame had come, come in and said I, that he would go back to the Blazers and that Joe Cronin, the, the, the GM of the Blazers had said, no, that ship has sailed. We, it's too like, and it, and it sounded, 
And apparently Joe Cronin, that's true that Joe Cronin didn't want to talk to Dame, but it wasn't that Damian Lillard was offering to, to like go back on the Trailblazers for good. The story, as I understand it, was that he had, he just wanted to make it clear that, that if they wanted to, if, if they wanted him to suit up and play that season, he was going to play. He wasn't going to sit out the season demanding a trade. So, you know, yeah, but he knew that he knew that at some point the trade was going to come. Like they were going to trade Damian Lillard one way or another. So he was just saying, to my understanding, that he he was willing to play, which is an upstanding thing to do. Um, I don't think it doesn't. It didn't make sense for Damian Lillard to stay on the Blazers. Like they, there's no the, there's no reason to keep Damian Lillard. I want. I wish him. I want him to win a championship in. Milwaukee, which is a which is an awesome small market team like the Blazers, I love Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think he's like one of the greatest players in like I've ever seen play basketball. And the idea of him and Damian Lillard uh, together on a team is just fantastic to me. I love it. Uh, I I'll be I'll be watching the Bucks and rooting for them heavily. Um, but uh so I, I i'm i'm completely happy with that trade unlike a, uh ap here um okay pet artist here um uh uh pet artist here i googled for you lots of jewish delis in new haven to get a knish tomorrow i hope you do <laughs> um oh it's a it's a jewish food i sh- i should have known that um a knish i still don't quite know what it is though <laughs> um I might. I have to leave early in the morning, so I don't know. But I imagine they would be up early. Uh, I'm leave. I have to leave at like seven, seven thirty. Okay. Um. Uh. This is a text. Uh. Oh, from Mrs. Mrs. Pizza Johnny. Uh. Text and said, mandolin, and mandoline are homophobic homophones I I <laughs> I know that what you that sentence makes sense but I don't know what it means <laughs> um, I'll have to look up the word homophones homophones this has something to do with it. it's it's a it's a term for something but I don't know what it is um, I'll look it up during the break I'm gonna take a little break uh, keep the text coming if you would like to join the conversation. Text us at 971-220-5979. That's 971-220-5979. I'm, uh, this is Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. I'm broadcasting from a Marriott Hotel uh, off the highway uh, <laughs> on the East Coast. Um, but a, uh, I'm, I'm happy to hear from you. Please keep the text coming. Uh, and we're going to take a little break. Uh, what, what we like to do, um, during our breaks is play music that are, that is bands that are playing in town this coming week. And there's some good shows, uh, coming up. Um, and I was trying to think of what the first one I was going to play. Um, well, I think I'll start with Brian Jonestown because, uh, I love Brian Jonestown. They're playing tomorrow night in um, at the Aladdin Theater, uh, and I, if I was in Portland, I would definitely be going to see this this uh, this show. They they play uh, 
great live shows and um and uh the Aladdin Theater is a really nice theater to see a show. Um and I think that some of the members of Brian Jonestown live in Portland, by the way. I'm pretty sure uh at least the bass player does. Anyways, uh this is the Brian Jonestown uh massacre playing nevertheless.
Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cascade Record Pressing. As the Northwest's only vinyl record manufacturing facility, Cascade is committed to serving Portland's independent recording artists and record labels. Cascade Record Pressing. Local manufacturing for local music. For more information, please visit CascadeRecordPressing.com. X-Ray FM is supported by Slingshot Lounge. Located in southeast Portland on the corner of 56th and Foster, Slingshot Lounge offers an expansive game room, scratch cocktails, and a craft kitchen with a full menu until 2 a.m. Happy hour available weekdays from 3 to 7, and brunch weekends from noon to 4. Slingshot Lounge, decentralizing Portland since 2007. Hello, hello, hello. We are back. Excuse me, that kind of took me by surprise. Um, This is Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. This is a show that is broadcast live, usually from the Slingshot Lounge, just like that uh, advertisement said. Um, But tonight I am in a Marriott Hotel off the highway um, on the East Coast. And we're, I've been urged to go get some knishes. Um, I was looking them up during the break, by the way. There, it seems like if you just, if you just kind of Google knish, it, it takes you to a lot of places in New York City. But there, it looks like there's a deli nearby that would have a knish. So it's possible that I'll go do that. And if I do, I'll take a picture and I'll post it on our, uh, Instagram page. We have an Instagram page, which please, please give it a follow. Um, just, just, uh, we, I usually post, I'll always post whether the show is going to be live from the Slingshot Lounge. And, uh, sometimes I'll post pictures that get sent in by listeners. Um, for instance, if I went to go get a Kanish, I would take a picture of it and post a picture if I remembered to do it, <laughs> to do it. Um, okay. Let me read your text. Uh, we've gotten lots of texts on the subject of knishes. <laughs> um, I should go, I did, I had that whole break. I didn't Google what one looks like. Um, but, um, okay. First, let's go to, um, Ms. Ms. Pizza Johnny said that, um, the word homophone means that there, it's two different words with two different definitions, but they sound the same. Oh. Okay, two different words with two different definitions, but they sound the same. So it's it can't be like um, it can't be well. It could be like read, like read a book and read the color. That's a homophone. I think I understand. Okay, well you learn something new every day on sex, drugs, and basketball. Um, okay, Doctor J is tuning in. What up, Doctor J? Um, uh, <laughs> good to hear from you. Um, and then, okay, this is someone, um, wait, oh, this is, uh, this is, <laughs> this is AP. Uh, AP has a long text. Let me read this. Um, it's good to have you back on the texting end. AP used to text all the time. Then he just disappeared. And then like, like for a while you were gone for like over a year and then all of a sudden you got a new phone and you're texting, <laughs> you're texting again. Um, anyways, uh, AP text, uh, I have a theory that Michael Jordan effed us one last time before he left the NBA as an owner. Uh, cause, okay, Michael Jordan, uh, 
was the owner of the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, he's saying Charlotte should have taken Scoot, but Jordan left us with no choice but to choose a point guard. Brandon Miller would have worked out for the for the Zers. <laughs> Jordan is still spiteful about Sam Bowie. I don't. I mean, that's just such a. That's just such a like that. That's just the way that conspiracy theories are cooked up. Is that people like they're like maybe this is why this happened or whatever. But uh, well, I I don't believe that theory. I don't subscribe to that theory. I think Scoot Henderson is a great player for the Blazers. We shall see. We have, but everybody loves Scoot, and uh, Brandon Miller wasn't going to be the player that like allowed Damian Lillard to get a championship like the Blazers were are so far from having a championship team there's no there's there's no way they could have like cobbled together a bunch even if they got a bunch of superstars to come you you need that you you have to build you know team chemistry and and uh, I think that Damian Lillard and Giannis can put it together this year um because the the Bucks have team chemistry Lillard is just about the only new player that's coming to that team. So uh that's gonna be a really good team, that Bucks team. I'm I'm very excited to see them. Um anyways, uh interesting theory, AP. Uh AP says should have traded Cronin for a bag of Blizzy and Milwaukee's best escorts. <laughs> uh and then he says it's a triple banger. A triple banger is when you you text and you cover all three subjects, sex, drugs, and basketball. So he did do that. Uh, cause it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of organically too. Uh, good job. Uh, and then, and then AP says was on a blizzy binge for a year. Hi, Pizza Johnny. I can, the thing is like, I can never tell when AP is telling the truth or, or telling a, telling a, a like fabulous lie in some way. But then every once in a while, he's, his weird stories get, corroborated and they're actually true so i don't really know he could have been on a, a blizzy a blizzy binge for a year um okay oh someone sent me a picture of knishes or oh, as jay hops did okay that's not exactly what i thought they looked like they look but they they look good it looks like it's sort of like a square of dough that appears to be fried um, but not like heavily fried, kind of lightly fried. And then I imagine there's something inside, maybe some meat and cabbage kind of stuff. Um, it looks good. Looks good. Um, oh, Pizza Johnny sending a picture of the weed plant that they grew. Uh, and, he, and there's, wow, that's a great picture. It's Miss, Miss Pizza Johnny is standing there with three. That looks like some good weed though. It's a good picture. Um, uh, I mean, I'll post that if you w- would allow me, but I, I, it's up to you. That's it. I like that picture a lot. Um, she's holding a, a giant weed plant. Um, and, uh, and then, and then Pizza Johnny also says, if we are on the subject of best Jewish delis on the face of, of the earth, I'm going to go with Cantor's Deli in West Hollywood. I've heard that. I don't, th- I've never been to that deli, but I believe it. I mean, there are these, like, you know, the, the New York has them, the Jewish delis that have like, you know, corned beef and, you know, 
There's this place um, in uh, near where I grew up called Harrison's Roast <laughs> Roast Beef <laughs> that was so good, and I there the it, it was this roast beef shop, and I was driving by it with my daughter this summer, and she was like, "What is up with with New England and roast beef?" And it's true that in New England, where I grew up, there's a lot of like roast beef, like that's the deli kind of thing is like really good roast beef and you don't see it on the west coast at all and uh this place harrison's roast beef man they they, it's crazy i don't know what they did to their beef like i've never tasted any beef like it anywhere else it was like incredibly tender and thin sliced and we used to go there like i mean it was it was our like stoner munchy food and it but it was good even if you weren't high <laughs> um anyways uh there was a rumor that they were closing that harrison's roast beef was closing and uh, i got so many text messages from all my friends uh from from high school about like oh my god they're closing harrison's but it turned out they're just changing owners or something and it's still gonna exist it's just it's changing names um okay this is a text uh from someone that says uh um, Arthur qu- quadruple exclamation point. Um, did someone say you're in New Haven? I think my stepdad is from there. Isn't it a tiny little town? Are you working there? And how does your hotel room smell? Are you eating vending machine snacks? Well, wow, these are all very good pertinent questions. Okay. I'm going to answer them. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm not actually in New Haven. I'm, I think I'm in, um, orange, or, or new, new Milford or something like I'm outside New Haven. I'm just at a, a Marriott hotel because it's off the highway. Um, and, uh, um, your stepdad is from there. It's New Haven's not a tiny little town. I mean, it's, it's a mid-sized like coastal Connecticut town. Um, it's, it's kind of, they, they, they do this kind of, bad thing in Connecticut where the, the highway cuts off the town from the coast. So even though New Haven is on the, is on the ocean, you really don't realize it because there's a highway that, that, and it's all industrial along the coast. But, um, it's a nice, it's a nice town. Otherwise, (laughs) um, uh, I'm not working in, in New Haven. I'm going, uh, I'm going up to, uh, I'm working in Vermont um, okay. How does your hotel room smell? Are you, it's the hotel room smells, uh, it smells, um, <clears throat> uh, I guess, well, here's the thing. When I walked in, when I, the hotel lobby smelled really good and I was like, wow, they really have a nice smell in this hotel lobby. I don't know what it was, but it was like not overwhelming. It was kind of shampooy kind of smell. <laughs> But then as soon as I walked into the hallway, it smelled like someone was like cooking beef in the hallway. <laughs> they were making knishes or something. And so the hallway did not smell that good. The, this room, I think, is, smells fine. At this point, it probably smells like me. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, and, uh, I'm not eating vending machine snacks. I stopped and got a uh, burrito on the way here. And so I, I have been, I, I did eat half of a burrito and then I'm going to save the other half for tomorrow because it's kind of a large burrito. 
um, I'm, uh, uh, okay. Um, let's see. This is, uh, Ms. Pizza Johnny says, yes, red and red. Uh, they, there and there and there. Oh, the, those, the three different spellings of there. Mandolin and mandolin. So mandolin, there's also, there's mandolin and then there's mandol, what looks like mandoline. Same word with the E at the end. And they both mean the same thing. Okay. Well, oh no, they mean different things. Sorry, they mean different things. <laughs> there's mandolin, the instrument, and then there's mandolin, the meat slicer or, or vegetable slicer. Um, okay. Uh, knishes are mashed potatoes, basically, is what, is what someone is telling me. Okay. Okay. Um, getting a little feedback on my rig here. I'm trying to, I'm, I feel like, well, I'll fix it. Um, okay. And then someone said, uh, the subject of roast beef somehow reminds me of sex. <laughs> oh, that's, 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 uh, AP. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's ways in which it can, um, yeah, um, yeah, that we, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, let's, let's take another break, but please keep the text coming. Um, we're here for, uh, we're here until 11 PM West coast time. I'm actually three hours ahead of you in the future. I'm on the East Coast. So I know what's going to happen after midnight. I know what's going to happen on Friday, October 6th. I'm a day ahead of you guys. You guys are in Thursday, October 5th, while I am in Friday, October 6th. Unless you're listening from the East Coast, which is unlikely because it's it's 12.47 a.m. here. Um, okay, anyways... Uh, um, this is Pizza Johnny text and said, um, uh, um, says hotel etiquette. Do you blow your vape pen out into the room or do you discreetly blow it into the fart, the fart fan? <laughs> well, I don't, do you mean the fan, you mean the fan in the, um, in the bathroom? Um, I, I you know, I, when I'm, if I smoke a vape pen in a hotel room, I just blow it out into the room. I'm going to be honest. Uh, I don't, I don't do much of the, you know, I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't, if I, I don't, I, I, I wouldn't smoke like a joint. I wouldn't just burn a joint in a hotel room. That, that feels like you're going to really stink up the joint. Uh, but, uh, a vape pen I think is, is a little less. So I hope, hopefully, <laughs> um, but you know, I don't, I, I just, you know, I don't smoke a lot of vape pens in my hotel rooms. Um, okay. Let's take another break. Um, and this time, um, we're going to play, um, wow, there's, there's a, let's play, um, there's a band called Wizard Cage that is playing, uh, at, at, um, <clears throat> at No Fun on Sunday. Um, at the, so the, yeah, that's the name. I don't know much about them. I I just kind of liked the name of the band. Uh so I thought uh um I'd give it a listen and this is who they are. They're playing at No Fun on Sunday night.
Support for X-Ray FM comes from Spielman Bagels and Coffee. Opened by Rick Spielman and his son, Raph, Spielman has been serving handmade boiled and baked bagels and coffee since 2011. Their flagship store can be found on Southeast 21st and Division, or find one of their other shops on Northwest 23rd and Lovejoy, Northeast 22nd and Broadway, or in Multnomah Village. Hello, hello, <coughs> hello. <laughs> we are back with more Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. My name is Arthur Bradford, and if you are listening, on October 5th, 2023, you have tuned into a live broadcast of this show. We'd love to talk about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we'd love to talk about those three subjects, sex, drugs, and basketball, but we're open to other subjects too, and we'd love it especially when people text in. Um, okay, uh, this is uh, so. And if you if you're just tuning in, I'm seeing that uh, my friend uh, Denver Dan is just tuning in. Um, he's saying he's saying, "Why are you talking like we're in a bedroom together?" Uh, he just he just. Uh, we are in a bedroom. I'm in a hotel room. Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, I'm curious what, what it is about my voice that makes you think that we're, am I, is it cause I'm like talking, I'm trying to be quiet because I'm in a hotel room. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, I, okay. Someone texts and says, what is the etiquette? Oh, wow. This is interesting. What is the etiquette for asking a client out? I only ever see her at work and small talk is minimal due to the work at hand. Okay. Interesting. Um, well, first of all, I mean, I, I am happy to give you some advice and, and opinionate on this, but I'm, <laughs> I'm hardly the right person to ask. Um, because for several reasons, one, because, uh, <clears throat> I tend to like, I tend to, uh, like often make, um, social mistakes. <laughs> so, so if you're asking me what the etiquette is, I'm probably going to tell you the wrong thing. Uh, but I would say asking a client out is a very delicate matter. I mean, I don't really know what you mean by client. Um, you know, I'm guessing that you, this is, uh, this is, oh wait, this is, wait, oh, this is, this is the person, uh, who was asking for, advice last week. Is this the same person? Um, okay. I love that you're, <laughs> that you're coming back to us for more advice. Um, uh, okay. The etiquette for asking a client out. I mean, I'm going to open this up to the, uh, the, the floor, but I would say you have to be really careful. I mean, some would say you don't want to ask a client out. Um, but you only ever see her at work and small talk is minimal due to the work at hand. I mean, I just don't know what you mean by client. Like, uh, I mean, it's, Oh, I think that there there's, you know, that I, I read somewhere that there's like, I, 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 it's a very large portion of, of married people met at work. Like the idea that you're not supposed to like, um, ever get romantically involved with anybody that you work with is, is kind of, is, is a little bit crazy because it happens. It's just going to happen. Um, 
but the whole situation, you do have to be careful if there's a power dynamic. It sounds like if someone's a client, then it, it's not someone who's working for you or I guess technically you're working for them, but, um, I would, it's, you have to be very careful. I have to, I, I, I would say you have to be careful because you don't, you don't want to do anything. You, you don't want to risk losing this person's business, I assume, because if you ask a client out and let's be honest, if she doesn't want to go out with you, then you, she's probably not going to be your client anymore. <laughs> um, so you'd have to, but if she, but if she does want to go out with you, maybe she's not going to be your client anymore. So it hopefully, uh, that the business is not that important to you. <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, I'll keep thinking about it though. If, if member, maybe Denver Dan can give you some advice. He's, he's always good for, good for dating advice. Um, okay. Let me get to your texts. Uh, someone says, you're up way late then way to go. So what are you working on in Vermont? Well, it's, <laughs> I'm at, there's a couple different things. I, I'm, do, I'm screening, I'm screening films that, uh, that I've just made. Um, so I, I, I made a film that is screening, um, at a school and then, um, and then I'm going to, North Dakota to screen the same film, uh, at a, at a thing. It's, it's a, I made a documentary film, uh, with a writer named Dave Eggers and, um, it's about, um, he had, he had, a, uh, one of his books was banned from the Rapid City, South Dakota, um, high school curriculum. And, uh, he, he was very upset by that. And so he went to Rapid City to like meet with the, to them, um, the teachers were upset as well. So they invited him to come speak at the school. So I made this film about that. And this week is banned books week. So the film is showing at various places, including this school. And, um, it's actually, it's like two different student groups. And then, uh, we're showing it in North Dakota because they're having similar issues in North Dakota. Um, and Dave is going to be there in North Dakota. Otherwise I, I wouldn't be going to North Dakota but I'm very excited to be because um, that's the 50th state. That means I will have seen all 50 states. Uh, okay, does that does that answer your question? <laughs> um, uh, this is uh, um, Pizza Johnny says live from Arthur Bradford's blanket fort. I know I should have made a blanket fort or something. I have no. I, I'm kind of curious whether the people in the room next door to me can hear me talk, <laughs> and they're like, "Why is that?" jackass next door like just talking for two hours straight what is wrong with him there's no one even talking to him he's by himself in a room talking <laughs> what if they can hear me um i was thinking i was gonna i i was looking up um knishes during the breaks and i was like i could i was trying to find a place that had knishes that was open and the only place in the United States that I found that is open that has knishes is the place that Pizza Johnny was talking about is Cantor's Deli in Hollywood is open 24 hours. So I was thinking of calling them up and asking them something about knishes. <laughs> Maybe we'll do that. 
Um, oh, I should say now it's, uh, it is now, uh, a new hour. Um, and you are listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM streaming online everywhere at X-Ray.FM and broadcasting on the coast at 91.7 out on the coast at Manzanita, Nahalem, Wheeler and Rockaway. I need to learn how to say the ID so that I, cause what it's not, I'm, it's, it's not natural what I'm doing here is like I'm, I say the ID and then I say streaming online everywhere at xray.fm and then I bring up the coast again. I need to bring up the coast before I say that. Um, oh, look, I just got a text from electromagnetic, uh, say, uh, says, uh, hey, Art, I liked hearing all those Burning Man stories a few weeks ago. Anymore? I heard a story through a friend of a friend. So it may only be a rumor. Um, <laughs> uh, first of all, electromagnetic. I don't know if you were listening in the beginning of the show, but I, uh, I wanted, I had, uh, was apologizing to you because I just couldn't believe that you, when you had quoted from Damian Lillard's letter that it was real because it was such strange emotional language from Damian Lillard. Um, but it was real. So, uh, I know I acknowledged that on the show last week, but I, I later like looked into it and you totally knew what you were talking about. I just, it was so, it was such like unusual news that I, I just couldn't believe it was true. Anyways, I'll, now I'll always trust when you text in news about the, the Blazers. Um, yes, I do have some good Burning Man stories. Um, let me get to, we've gotten a lot of text, so let me, let me, uh, I'm always happy to talk about Burning Man. <laughs> the joke, the joke that I heard that I may have already said is like, what, what is the only thing worse? The, no, it was the only thing worse than getting stuck in the mud at Burning Man this year is getting stuck in a conversation with people who were stuck in the mud <laughs> at Burning Man telling you about it. <laughs> um, but I'm happy to, uh, talk Burning Man stories, uh, all day long, all day long. Um, Okay, uh, this person says, um, I'm pleased at how, uh, how open SD and BB is willing to talk about, oh, oh, I'm pleased at how open sex, drugs, and basketball is willing to talk about knishes. Get a black and white cookie, uh, while you're getting that knish. I do know what a black and white cookie is. That's a very, like, East Coast deli food thing. A black and white cookie is like a giant, cookie like kind of the size of your hand and it's one side has white like frosting on it and one side has black like chocolate frosting and uh it's got a lot of sugar <laughs> um that, i i the funny thing is i love chocolate chip cookies like i i the other thing you you get a lot in east coast uh stores it's not exclusive to east coast but like the, it is a very new england gas station thing is to have like big giant chocolate chip cookies for sale and uh, I love chocolate chip cookies I never really got into the um, the black and white so I'll be honest with you um, <clears throat> okay uh, let's see uh, okay this is um, pet artist text and said your hotel voice is deeper and you're talking slower than normal maybe Denver Dan thinks it's sexy wow I don't know why I'm talking slower I think it's just because I'm just sitting in a hotel room and it's sort of weird to be sitting in a hotel room talking to myself. Um, it is late 
also. It's 1 a.m. where I am, but I just got here. Like, basically, I got off a plane, got in a car, drove on the highway for a while until I got out of New York City where, where the hotels were really expensive. And I, once I got sort of out of the expensive hotel area, I just found a Marriott hotel off the highway and got a room. <laughs> That's where I am. Um, but I was looking forward to doing this show because I knew I would be awake anyways. Like if I was, if I wasn't doing this radio show, I would be like, um, watching something on my, my, uh, computer or, or like looking at weird stuff on Reddit or something. I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't be asleep right now because it's, I'm still on West Coast time. Um, okay. Uh, the other reason I'm also using a different microphone. So maybe I'm using the microphone to my video camera. Um, so instead of, I don't usually use this microphone when I'm at the Slingshot Lounge because it picks up too much, um, external sound and, uh, it, like the, the music at the Slingshot Lounge would be, would be really loud. Um, Okay, uh, this is, oh, this is, uh, Denver Dan. <laughs> uh, uh, he said, he said, Denver Dan says, I'm going to play this show and get it on with my wife. <laughs> You're talking all sexy to us. I, I'm honestly not trying to talk sexy. Maybe it's, I don't, I, I, <laughs> I can't tell if you're kidding with me. Um, and then he said, uh, this is what you say to a client. I think we should delve deeper into the issue. <laughs> oh my God. Denver Dan always cracks me up. So this is, this is his advice <laughs> for the person who wants to, um, hook up with their client is he's, he's saying quote I think we should delve deeper into this issue <laughs> that's a good line that's a good one um okay uh and then this is a this is a, he and then these are his other lines that you say to your client if you're trying to hook up <laughs> <laughs> we we should look horizontally across all issues in your portfolio. <laughs> uh, this is just so stupid. Uh, and then he wrote, then the other one is, let's get together and find what markets. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. I can't even read these. Uh, let's get together and find what markets you want to <laughs> penetrate. <laughs> I don't know why I find these so funny. Um, <laughs> I swear I'm not just sitting in a hotel room super baked, man. I just, uh, Denver Dan cracks me up. Uh, let's get together and find what, uh, markets you want to penetrate. <laughs> Uh, that's really funny. You should try those. Let's, I think I think the best I think the best one is let's get together and find what markets you want to penetrate. <laughs> Just write that in an email to your client, to your client. Uh, um, okay, uh, Doctor J. Uh, we've got some advice from people. Uh, more people about dating the client. Dating a client sounds like an ethics board violation ready to happen, says Dr. J. Waiting to, waiting to happen. Uh, 
Well, it depends. It really depends on what, that's why I was asking what the client is. Like, you know, if a client, if you're like a professional, uh, you're like a massage therapist and your client is someone you're giving a massage to, then yeah, you, you do want to be careful about that. Um, but if it's like your client is, I don't know. So I, I, it's a little different, you know. It, it, it I'm not sure. It, there's certain types of. Cli- I don't. I don't know what a client necessarily is. Like if you, you know, you're doing like the sound design for their uh, video room. <laughs> I don't know. It, it might not be that big a deal. Um, and then uh, Dr. J says. Um, but most professional ethics rules say wait a year after terminating the relationship to engage in that relationship. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, again, so these, this is good advice. It's true. It's like you, if you're, if you're working professionally with someone, you, you have to, and you, and you're interested in going out with them, you want to date them, you have to be prepared to end the professional part of the relationship because that, it, it's a little bit, sticky you know so so it it is probably better to uh you know but i know that it's awkward because you don't want to just end the professional relationship if there's no chance of a (laughs) you have to kind of read that it's it's a tricky it's a tricky thing i I can understand oh we've we've got some context here from the person asking this question uh this it says for context i've worked with her for a few months Always the work is professional and I show her respect. But lately our conversations have been warming up, more cordial. She got very excited when I remembered her first name. She asked me for my name. We're on a first name basis now. I know that doesn't sound exciting, but I'm trying to play a long game with getting to know her. <clears throat> no, that, I mean, I can see how that's exciting. Like you, you're, I, I would say, yeah, playing a long game is good. Like it sounds like right now there's, it's possible that she likes you, you know, but it's also possible she's just, you know, being friendly. I remember one time when I was, <laughs> when I was single, uh, I was staying at a hotel and I went in and the, the, the hotel clerk was, I thought like super hot and she was, I, I felt like she was being really nice to me. Like I, I, I had, I was, I had stayed there a couple of times and I felt like she was, she was like, hi, how are you? How was your night? You know? And I was like, wow, she really, she's really interested in like whatever it is I'm doing here and how my night was and everything. And so then the, the following night I was going to a party and I was like, I'm just going to invite that hotel clerk uh, because it seemed like she, it seemed like she was so, so like friendly and interested in me. So I was like, Hey, it's, we're, so we're, cause the party was nearby. So I said, I'm going to this party. Do you want to, do you, you should come. And she kind of looked at me and she's like, uh, and I realized that I'd sort of crossed a boundary and she, I, I realized that she was just being friendly. That was the way she was. She was just really friendly and that was, she was kind of taking her job seriously. And, I had misread her signals. <laughs> so that can happen, you know? So it's, it, um, and then luckily I didn't stay at that hotel again. So, <laughs> so the embarrass, so our professional relationship ended, <laughs> but it would have been awkward if I had stayed at that hotel a lot. Um, anyways, I, uh, it's, it's always hard. You never know when to sort of like, you know, 
whether some, sometimes you just have to go out and say it, but also that usually there's signals, you know, there's like, maybe you have something of interest that, you know, like I, you should have some more conversations with this person, you know, just see how those go and, uh, and, and take it slow, taking it slow. Like you said, getting to play the long game and getting to know her is a good idea. I like that plan. Um, okay. Uh, this is, um, uh, oh, this is, uh, Pizza Johnny is saying that the, the people in the, in the hotel room next to me, um, say they probably think you're smoking meth and talking to a gay prostitute named Pizza Johnny. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know, it's funny because I had a friend who, oh, and then he also sent me pictures from Cantor's Deli, uh, of hot potato knishes. I might have to call Canner's Deli and see, see what's up with them. <laughs> um, uh, um, and then, uh, oh, this is, uh, AP says, please let us listeners know what adult movies are available at Marriott. Start with the stepsisters movie and then listen from there. I don't even, you know, I don't usually even turn on the TV when I'm in, I used to be whenever I stayed in a hotel room, I just watched TV incessantly because I just some it was just this thing that I did because I I don't really like if I, when I'm in my own house I don't I don't really watch TV much because I I don't know but when I go to a when I'm in a hotel room I just allow myself to just watch like the dumbest stuff on TV and then but now I don't really now I don't it's like the internet has taken over everything I just I just look at stuff on my computer um okay uh <clears throat> um and then uh AP also says do you and your wife may not menage with cute hotel clerks um we have never done that that sounds hot um i'm not sure how open to that she would be but uh do you and you, do you and your wife do that i know uh AP and his wife like they they search for unicorns and stuff um okay uh um let's see um this is this is Denver Dan. It's still it's still sending. This is this is his quote. It says first name basis shizzle by Christmas two twenty six. You might be able to ask her birthday. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean it sounds like first. <laughs> so he's saying he's saying that uh, yeah. yeah you know, maybe speed things up, but you know, I, but I was just saying, uh, I mean, a first name basis is something, you know, it, it really is. Um, if you remember someone's name, you know, that's always, you know, it's like, hi, whatever your name is. Um, okay. And then, uh, uh, Denver Dan says every stripper in history seems to quote, really like me. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I don't even want to touch that one. It's true. I mean, you realize that some people's jobs are to be friendly to you. So you, sometimes I'm, you mistake that someone is like, oh, wow, this person really likes me, but they're just like, they're just kind of doing their job. <laughs> um, okay. Um, strippers are an extreme example of that, but sometimes like hotel clerks can also be an example of that. Um, hot potato, hot, potato knishes and arthur's voice i'm rubbing one out right now that's uh denver dan maybe it's because i i have like a slight cold i don't i don't know what you you're you're making me 
self-conscious about how sexy my voice is tonight. <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, and then, uh, um, this is, uh, oh, this is, uh, the pet artist says, if anyone in the hotel can hear you talking, they think you're talking to your codependent lover <laughs> on the phone. <laughs> yeah, except that I'm just the one talking. Like, I'm just talking and talk. there's just like, why is that guy in the room next door just talking? Like, he doesn't shut up. He's not letting anybody get a word in it. <laughs> um, hopefully they're just asleep. But maybe they can just sort of hear, I don't know. Maybe they're, maybe they're listening to the show and it's confusing them because it's 30 seconds. Anyways, um, all right, let's go, let's take a break. Um, uh, and when we come back, uh, we'll talk more sex, drugs, and basketball. I do want to do six words or less, um, stories. Uh, so how about since we were talking about workplace relationships, tell, tell me a, <laughs> just t- tell me about a, workplace relationship that you either had or observed or tried to have and failed um or or maybe you just had sex in a place of work (laughs) um in six words or less though okay that's the challenge okay six words or less describe a workplace relationship that you experienced or observed or or didn't almost had and didn't just something like that. Okay. I'll try to think of one too myself. Um, uh, by the way, that band wizard cage that I, we were, I was listening to, I, I think they're really good. I was, uh, I was like kind of into, um, kind of into their, their whole deal. And I think they're from Portland. Um, so, uh, it says, <laughs> I was just looking at their, um, like their promotion thing. The way they describe it is <laughs> thundering arena ready hard rock with occult inspired lyrics and gothic li- stylings. <laughs> the pinnacle of musical devil worship. <laughs> oh my God. Um, well, good for them. Wizard Cage. Uh, I think they're from Portland. Psychedelic, doomy yet glam, punk rock and heavy metal. Uh, from Portland, Oregon. Um, awesome. Well, uh, let me, let's, let's, let's try another one of their songs. They're playing, um, they, where, where did I say they're playing? At, at, uh, at No Fun on, uh, on Sunday night. So, uh, so let's, we'll, we'll, we're gonna hear another one of, um, if I can find, yeah, it was another song by, um, Wizard Cage.
<clears throat> Hello, we are back. This is Sex, Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. And that was Wizard Cage uh, with their opus song, Operation Medina. Um, they're playing at No Fun on Sunday night. Portland band for you. I like them. I like them. Uh, okay, let's get to the text messages. So I had asked, um, I had asked people to text uh, in six words or less a description of a workplace relationship that they either witnessed or were were part of or something, you know, some some situation just in six words or less. Um, and uh, I got one that said, friend's sister, my boss, denied, <laughs> fired. <laughs> so let's, 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 uh, let's unpack that one. Friends, the, the friends, it was a friend's sister, also my boss. <laughs> this is from Denver, Dan. I'll just, I'll, uh, I wasn't sure if you wanted it anonymous, but, uh, and then he, so is his friend's sister, also his boss, denied and fired. <laughs> Well, well done. Well done there. Um, okay. And then AP, wait, what did AP say? Um, AP said, hired young cutie for I effing. <laughs> um, well, there you go. Uh, uh, I don't even know where AP works. Um, <clears throat> okay. Okay. Uh, then AP said, got to go pick up the wifey. She just finished up her shift dancing on the stage. Is your wife dan- a dancer? I didn't. I didn't know that. Uh, I can't. I see. I never know. I never know whether he's telling the truth because that sounds seems sort of believable to me. But then I feel like that's not actually true. He's just saying that. And then he said, "Get some Z's." I know. You know what I just did that was as a a, a dumb thing to have done. But I. <laughs> it's just one of those things you do when you're sitting in a hotel room by yourself. Is I I got a burrito, and it was a giant burrito um, from uh, from <laughs> from Chipotle, <laughs> and uh, I my plan was to just eat some of it because I hadn't really had dinner, and um, and then I was going to save the rest for tomorrow. But it tasted so good when I started eating it during the break that I just kept eating it during each break, and so I, then I I just during that last long break finished the burrito. And it's one thirty-two in the morning. Like, what am I doing eating burritos at one thirty-two in the morning? It's just, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I, the thing is, like, it feels like, it only feels like it's 10.30 at night. Because, I see, I'm on the East Coast. If you are, are, are listening to this show, it's live on October 5th, 2023. This is a live broadcast. But I'm on the East Coast in the future, so it's actually October 6th where I am. You, If you're on the West Coast, it's October 5th. And it's just so weird that we're sharing the same time and space right now. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, it's late where I am is all I'm saying. I shouldn't have even been eating a burrito if it was 10.30 at night. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I just did it. I just ate it. I was hungry. Um Okay. Um, <clears throat> oh, this is, uh, then this is, so this is another entry from Pizza Johnny about, uh, the six words or less, uh, workplace relationship story. People with hickeys making your pizza. 
<laughs> it's true. I mean, it's it's like there's so you know <clears throat> people that it's they say you know the advice the of course is the ethics as Dr. J pointed out is you're not supposed to hook up with your your coworkers, but the reality is that people do like that you know that's just the reality depends on the the inappropriateness of it depends a lot on where the workplace is and the dynamic between the two workers you know like i worked at a, a summer camp and the counselors were all hooking up with each other you know all throughout the summer and that seems <clears throat> to be appropriate you know that your teenagers all working in a summer camp but um you know if it <laughs> there's other situations where it's not appropriate. Um, anyways, uh, <laughs> this is, this is, uh, this is dead. This is dead. Redan wrote Harvey Weinstein casting call. Big mistake. Exclamation point. <laughs> uh, making fun, making fun of the victims of Harvey Weinstein. Way to go. Denver Dan. That's, that's classy. That's classy. Um, uh, no, I, I, I know you're kidding. And if you do have uh, a joke to send in, it's not too late to send in a joke. 971-220-5979. So if you have a, a workplace um, s- story that you want to share in six words or less, it just something to do with workplace shenanigans, okay? One where just something, text it to 971 220 Five nine seven nine. Don't be shy, okay? Just text away, okay? No text is too stupid for sex, drugs, and basketball. We take all comers, no judgment on whatever you send. So please just send something to 971-220-5979. If you'd like to enter our six words or less contest, we're just looking for soliciting stories of workplace hijinks. Um you know, does just whatever, whatever that means to you. Okay. Um, so we got a text. It says barbacoa, chicken, steak, carnitas, sofritas, veggie. I feel like this is, this is from AP and I think you meant to send this to somebody else. <laughs> is this, did you really mean to send that to me, AP? I feel like that you're, 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 like sending that was to your wife that you're picking up and you're getting her food or something. Um, <clears throat> anyways, uh, keep the text coming. Uh, I wanted to play actually, I had, I, I, I was thinking I was, I've been saving this clip because I, I'm a huge fan of prank call artists and I, and, uh, my favorite of all of them is this guy, Longmont Potion Castle. If you've never heard him, he, uh, you, you can find his, his, his stuff all over the internet that YouTube has lots of them. Um, he, he calls people, um, and he's from Colorado. He's anonymous. Uh, and he has, I think he has like 19 albums of prank phone calls. Um, and they're, they're all funny to me. I just love them. Um, but, uh, this is one, uh, where he calls a, um, uh, <laughs> a, um, a, a vet, <laughs> excuse me, a veterinarian's office like he he keeps calling this veterinarian's off uh office called little egypt with various pranks the first prank that he does is he calls and says that 
he has a snake that swallowed a bird <laughs> and he tries to get help and then he calls up he calls him up uh i guess like later at a later time and says that they they've <laughs> they've been finding like <laughs> beaks and hooves in their in the garbage and there's been the they're being fined for um disposing of like animal parts um anyways this is this is that uh this is that prank phone call and uh it's this is my favorite here we go little egypt veterinary clinic hi yes i need to extract a lovebird from a snake Get procedural uh, here. Okay, we don't do anything like that here. Like what? Lily to veterinary clinic. This is Shane speaking. Hi, can I talk to a manager on duty, please? Let me ask real quick. <laughs> Hi, this is Gary. How can I help you? Hi, yes, I need to extract a lovebird from a snake. Uh, sort of an emergency. Uh, if we can get that procedure going, that'd save me. <laughs> So, I'm here in normal. You're in normal Illinois. Yes, sir. Yes, doctor. Uh, the bird was gulped. It wasn't really eaten, so he's flapping around in there. It was just sort of gulped up. It's a big, big Burmese python. Okay, why are we calling here? Well, I'm driving nearby, and I, I saw the sign, and I was hoping I could bring him in. And it just helped me out tremendously. <laughs> I see. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> like I say, the bird's flapping. It's still alive. Uh, ah. No. Uh, uh, nope. I don't know what to do. Can you help me, doctor? Oh, why don't you just pull in? Okay. Um, also, can we talk financing at all? Do you... uh, n- not really. Not without uh, seeing how many feet it is. The snake is about 18 feet long. Ah. Does that have a bearing on my financial terms that I could potentially who, receive? Who am I talking to? Well, uh, I go by Ape Man. I'm a professional wrestler. Ah. World Wrestling Federation. Um, so I bring that up because of the financing if you need to verify my employment. I'm glad I do have wireless call back. Okay. So I'm Buck, but Ape Man is what I go by. I'm a wrestler. Ah. Uh, All righty. So can you uh Are you coming by? You read the sign, and what did it say? Uh, it said veterinary center. The best of my recollection. Look, I've got a I've got a bird flapping around here, and I'm trying to save his life. You can appreciate that, can't you? No, no not not really. If it's already swallowed, no. It was swallowed whole, sir. It's flapping around. Its wings are flapping. I can see it. I think he can be saved. You know, I'm a lay person, but that's my opinion. What do you think? Ah, uh, I think you've got the wrong number. Oh, this isn't a veterinary clinic? Thank you for calling Little Age Veterinary Clinic. How can I help you? Hi. This is Vernon with Midwest Waste. Uh, your okay. Your collection service? Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. Uh, we've got a couple uh, reports of some sort of inappropriate materials being disposed of there at your business. Oh, okay. Are you the person who's in charge of that? I am not. Um, let me get Dr. Parker. Thank you. Uh-huh. Hello, this is Dr. Parker. Hi, this is Vernon uh, with Midwest Waste. How are you? Yes, today? sir. I'm just fine. How are you doing? All right, thank you. 
We've gotten just a couple reports of some of the disposables there at your business, some inappropriate materials. What uh, would that be? Our, our driver and our collection agent has been picking up some things, some hemoglobin, plasma, things that are not suitable for disposal uh, in your receptacle bin there. Okay. okay, I mean, we would have no reason to be disposing of blood. We don't even have blood, per se. Well, it's been ongoing. He brought it to my attention. I'm a manager here. And uh, I just told him just to keep an eye on it. And uh, well, there's been some, uh, you know, hooves and stuff as well in there, and fur and, and uh, plasma and hemoglobin, like I say. Hooves? Now, I mean, we don't see any large animals. There wouldn't be hooves. Well, it would behoove you to cut it out. And there's not going to be... Now, there might be a test tube with some blood, but this is all animal blood. There's no human hazardous waste with that. Not human, no. It's been anatomical animal stuff, like there was a rump and maybe some tails in there as well. Uh, so we did have to impose a fine, a uh, small one, just for your first infraction. Well, now, I, I need to know some more specifics here, so I know, because so far, as if I understand you, I, I don't... Mm-hmm. I, I guess I need to know specifically what we're talking about. Um, a $398 fine. We could just send a rep out and pick a check up for that. Uh, okay, uh, but what I'm saying, I need to know specifically what is not appropriate. I, I can't... Sure. Well, I mean, hooves. not do something if I don't know what oh, what that something absolutely. is. Sure thing. Uh, obviously, tails and rumps and uh, hooves. Tails and rumps. I, I this. For, I, we only deal with small animals, and I'm not cutting tails off of animals. I don't. Well, maybe not you. Maybe someone else on staff or a colleague. Is, but 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 I'm, but, I'm the you, sir. I'm not accusing you. I'm oh, not. Okay, but all I'm saying is I can't stop doing something that I don't know I'm doing in the first place. And there was, and some, there was some crustacean uh, related stuff in there too. Crustacean. Yeah. Now what? What? Okay, can you explain what a what crustacean stuff is? Oh, uh, like a crab. A we we don't. Uh, like we a don't claw. even. You know, a claw or abdominal we don't, segment of a crustacean. We don't even deal with any type of that critter. Dogs and cats, and we're not cutting tails off. That's not something we do. I, I, this just doesn't make any sense to me. And I, I guess you don't know anything about all the bumblebees either, is what you're going to tell us. Because <laughs> we found a lot of bumblebees in the bin. The antennas, the wings... These things are not meant for a public bin. They're just no. There's no way we're putting bumblebees in there. I don't even have access to bumblebees. So it shouldn't be a problem to curtail this sort of activity, is what you're saying. We'll have no problem discontinuing these practices, is what is what I. Well, hearing. I can't discontinue something that I'm not doing in the first place. Uh, sir, there were gizzards in there. Okay, there were livers. There was fur. Th- this just isn't correct, sir. Hooves. Okay, I, There's I, not a hoof. i never seen a horse at our, our practice here. I didn't say it was a horse, sir. It could have been from, a, you know, a donkey or I mean, a monkey. I don't know what kind of animals you okay, treat. Okay, I don't know. This is crazy. If no. there's a problem, somebody show me specifically what we're talking about. Well, I'm at Midwest Waste. I'm Vernon. Okay. Uh, uh, Ernest is our driver. Um, you've probably seen him at your establishment dozens of times, I guess. 
So it's just like I say, it's a three hundred and eighty nine dollar fee. No, I'm I'm not paying for any fee unless somebody oh, can not. present this stuff to me and show me. Well, we'll send a rep out. Uh, if you I want to see the stuff you're talking about. We have photographs. Not a problem. Not a problem. Um, if you don't pay, there will be an interruption in, in your service. I do want you to be aware of that. I, I'm not going to pay for anything here unless somebody can present me proof of this, because I, the stuff you're naming we just don't have here at our practice. Oh, uh, we have the proof, sir, right here uh, on our digital camera. That uh, he, you know, we we have uh, all of the material that we picked up and collected at your site. I this personally just, took the photos. <laughs> I'll show you the photos. We'll send a rep out, pick a check up. We'll drop no, I'm not. Phone. I'm not paying anybody a check here. This is a. This is a bunch of horse hockey. Well, then we're going to discontinue your service. That's well, just the way we're I guess you'll it. have to do that, and we'll have to get somebody else that's going to be truthful and honest about things. Then, because well, we don't even have the stuff here that you're talking about. Well, I mean, to stop with the beaks and the livers and the gizzards and the bumblebees, all that stuff, to stop it, and there'll be no issue. I mean, you're saying that there's never been beaks here anyway. We have no birds on the premises, and as far as the bumblebees, I they, they, no, that just doesn't make any sense. I didn't even know there were crustaceans in this part of town, but you know that's none of my you concern. Know, this this is ridiculous. If you can discontinue, I've got other things like to do with my time. Okay, we'll send a rep out. Rep. Hello, we are back. Um, that was, oops, that, that was, um, Longmont Potion Castle with, uh, Little Egypt calling Little Egypt veterinary, <laughs> prank calling veterinary services. Um, okay, uh, AP texted to clarify that, that, that text about the, with barbacoa, chicken, steak, carnitas, sofritas, veggie was just asking what kind of burrito I'd eaten. Sorry, I just, I'd forgotten that I had just told that burrito story. Uh, we, um, I got a uh, chicken burrito. It was, it was delicious. Chicken with black beans and guacamole, um, pico de gallo. Uh, but it, um, I don't know why he just ate it at, at one thirty in the morning though. That was silly. Um, okay. Uh, and then, uh, AP says Shannon. Oh, this is the, this is another six words or less workplace story. Shannon, Arthur, Asian persuasion, sexual tension. Uh, and then he says, okay, really got to go. Um, okay. Uh, and then Denver Dan says, uh, a- AP is sending him the Chipotle mem- menu. Him, clever. You, slow. <laughs> I See, even Denver Dan picked up on it, and I didn't. Uh, I see. Because that was the Chipotle menu. Okay, now I got chicken. Sorry, I just, I'm slow. Um, I'm not so familiar with the Chipotle menu that, that, that immediately rung a bell. That's what I want to say in my defense. Um, okay, uh, Pizza Johnny <coughs> texts in and says, can we set a goal to do an episode of the show live on Burning Man Radio, live from Burning Man and simulcast on X-Ray? Shouldn't that be, shouldn't be that hard, right? Um, I don't know if it's hard. I, I mean, I think the difficult part, although I guess with Starlink and stuff now, things are, are more connected at Burning Man, but I, I was going to say, I, I, I think doing 
I apparently there's like radio stations all over Burning Man. There's like Burning Man Radio, but then there's a whole bunch of other like sort of like pirate radio stations. Uh, and I think they, the thing was that it used to be that there was no cell phone service on the on the playa out of Burning Man, but it's it's becoming like more possible to connect, and they have more Wi-Fi and stuff. So the whole like old this whole like um beauty of the the radio station at burning man is is a little less you know i i don't know anyways i i i i would be fun to do a radio show on burning man radio though i i, I assume that they've you know they've got their own people to do that <laughs> um uh anyways uh he pizza johnny says uh, we'll do the radio show while we serve old fashions and dirty water dogs. I've been obsessed with the idea of serving hot dogs at Burning Man, possibly from Cartman's hot dog stand. Uh, um, and then he said, yeah, well, I also have a secret goal of having the most powerful pirate radio station at Burning Man. Yeah. I, apparently there's like lots of burning, there's lots of radio st- stations at Burning Man. I don't, I don't even, yeah, I don't know. I get I next time I go to Burning Man though I'm bringing a radio <laughs> because that's the thing is like I wanted to listen to the radio but I didn't actually bring a radio so uh I you had to listen to other people's radio um <laughs> um uh this is um uh someone says wow Denver Dan funny bastard mostly okay uh <laughs> Is that supposed to be a six word or less? Most, wow, Denver Dan, funny bastard, mostly okay. Hey, um, okay, uh, no, th- this is the six words or less <clears throat> entry. Is rebound coworkers? Uh, rebound. I think the title is rebound coworkers. Coworker friends couch. Oops. <laughs> rebound. Period. Coworker. Coworker friends friend co-worker friend's friend couch oops <laughs> um yeah well you know we've all had those things sorry i sorry i kind of mangled your six word story i'll try it again rebound co-worker friend's friend couch oops and then there's like an emoji with a like sort of nervous clenched teeth emoji <laughs> um and then uh they were quoting I don't even have access to bumblebees. I love that that um that prank phone call. I don't know if you guys appreciate it as much as I love it. Um uh this is Denver Dan uh <laughs> telling this is Denver Dan six words or less <laughs> story of my night. <laughs> Highway Marriott, midnight burrito, life's pinnacle. <laughs> that is what it was. I just ate a burrito in a Marriott off the highway. <laughs> um, life, <clears throat> the best moment of my life. Um, <clears throat> we've all been there. You're sitting in a hotel room just stuffing your face late at night when you shouldn't be. You should just go to bed. But you're, you know, that's what I just did. But luckily I have you all to share that moment with. <laughs> um, uh, this is from <clears throat> Electromagnetic. Um here the six words because hyphenated words count as one so there's some hyphenated words here glass walled conference room mid offices goat on the cliff on the table <laughs> wait i have to reread that so there's a lot of hyphenated words 
But uh, glass-walled conference room, mid-offices. The only goat on the cliff is all hyphenated on table. Is that like a, a position, goat on the cliff? That's Is that like a sex? <laughs> glass-walled conference room, mid-offices, goat on the cliff, on table. I feel like goat on the cliff is like a is like a sexual position that I'm I'm not familiar with. Is that right? Um anyways, I like the I'd like I like all the <laughs> the, the 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 images there. Um <clears throat> yeah, we were we've been looking for workplace romance stories in six words or less. It's funny cuz I was trying to I was trying to come up with my own workplace romance things one so i worked at a i worked at a juice bar like years and years ago and uh and my the woman who owned the juice bar was she was from australia and her name was lou and um she i always thought like i think she kind of thought i was like i i wasn't like the best employee i i i i i i tried but she never for instance like she she had people that would be out front like um serving the juice and then she always had me like in the back like cutting stuff <laughs> she didn't want me <laughs> being out front like interfacing with the customers <laughs> um but then one night she came in uh like i was closing up and she came in like totally hammered and uh and we like made out on the on the counter of the juice <laughs> that we like closed up the shop and we made out on the counter and then uh and she was like that uh, right after right after we did it she was like that was a mistake we shouldn't have done that she was like in her australian accent and i was like it's okay i i i, I we don't have to talk about it again and we didn't really talk about it again like i kept working there and it was it was fine so that's my story <laughs> um okay um, if you, we only have five minutes left in the show. Uh, if you want to get in your six words or less story of a, uh, of a workplace, uh, hookup of any kind, uh, you still have time. 971-220-5979. That's 971-220-5979. Um, I'm going to do my rundown of who else is playing in, in town because, um, there's there's some other there's some other uh big names um the uh victoria monet is uh like she's kind of like a big pop singer but um uh she's playing at wonder ballroom tomorrow night and uh she i like this i like this song So she's playing like that's at at a Wonder Ballroom tomorrow night. That's that'll be a sexy show. Um, then guess who else is playing uh, um, at at Roseland? Wow, playing at Roseland Saturday and Sunday nights is uh, is uh, the Northwest's own. Um, hey, Macklemore, can we go thrift shopping? What? 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 That's right, Macklemore is playing. Um, 
You still you gotta you gotta appreciate this song. What 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 all right anyways that's macklemore and then um and then the other person i want to bring to your attention is brent cobb uh who's playing at the aladdin theater um he's uh he's like you know sort of southern rock kind of guy uh sunday night at the aladdin theater this is brett cobb um all right let me get to your text because we're running out of time um uh nothing bucks harder than a goat going up uh hold on a second this is brent cobb that kind of that kind of that kind of music um okay uh so pizza johnny says nothing bucks harder than a goat up against a cliff or a sheep trying not to drown (laughs) a dutch lady told me a joke about a sheep about sheep farmers putting the sheep legs into rubber boots that the farmers are wearing so they can't walk away (laughs) what oh my god um and then he writes Quinn cringe. So the, like the farmers are wearing rubber boots and then they put the sheep legs in the rubber boots. Oh, that's quite a weird, um, is, but so the gut, the goat up against the cliff is like, that's like the way the, that's the description. I'm getting some, uh, um, <laughs> um, uh, Denver Dan just sent a, <laughs> Denver Dan some six I can't read those uh, um, okay goat on it someone says uh, electromagnet explains that goat on the cliff is when she stands oh so it is a it is a position goat on a cliff is when she stands facing against the bed or high table then leads her front down on it so that her feet are still on the floor oh goat on the cliff <laughs> 